Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to John Mowat, who is a team coordinator for Paul Bird Motorsport Vision Track Ducati team, particularly when uh, you've just won your eighth British Superbike title. Yep, absolutely. Pretty remarkable, to be fair. Uh, yeah, under a bit of pressure from, from Saturday, uh, with obviously uh, Josh finishing fourth. Obviously, that uh, that result slashed his, his points deficit uh, virtually in half, but Obviously, on the other hand, Christian Club, you know, some more points back on, on Josh and put himself right into the uh, the hunt for the for the for the championship on Sunday. So, all in all, yeah, it was a it was a fantastic weekend to be fair, Patrick. Have you been with the team right the way back to the first uh, title that uh, Paul Bird Motorsport got back in two thousand and uh, what in two thousand and three, wasn't it? Yeah, no, unfortunately not. Uh, I didn't join the team till the start of two thousand and seven. At the time, then we were on the uh, Honda Fireblade with uh, Shaky Burn and Tom Sykes, believe it or not. But when you look back, I mean, uh, I've got I've got 2003 was the first win for Shane. Is that right on the uh, the Ducati 998? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got 2008, 2012, 2014, 2016, and 2017 for Shane. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had, of course, uh, Scott taking the title in 2019. And then, of course, Josh Brooks uh, taking the title in 2020. Um, can I just say about Scott, I think the one thing that interested me about Scott, he came into the British Superbike Championship. He came in there from basically having a, a sort of fairly poor run with uh, MotoGP. And he really turned it on. And it was like a regeneration of a guy's career in that season in 2019 when he won the title. Yeah, massively. I mean, it, it, you know, he made made no secrets of it. Um, that he, you know, he was having a poor year in MotoGP with with the uh, with the Aprilia. Um, obviously, he had a couple of options on the table, uh, and obviously he decided to you know what what he classes taking two steps back. Obviously, not obviously competitive wise, or you know, it was just obviously because British Superbikes is classed as a, a domestic championship. He had to come off the world stage. Um, to you know, to rejuvenate his career, and you know, he, 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 there was no question that the boy was a class act. And you know, between PBM and, and Scott, you know, um, his career's got back on the track where he, you know, he knows where he can be, um, and he's proved that in, in obviously World World Superbikes this year. Um, he's done a you know a remarkable job, you know, running Jonathan all the way to the last round, which, you know, in previous years, a lot of his uh, competitors have failed to, you know, do. So, yeah, fair play to him. Hats off. And, we, you know, um, we, we can't uh, thank him enough for bringing another title to uh, to PBM in 2019. And I think also the fact that Paul took faith or had faith in him, but, I mean, coming to an environment where he'd been sort of away from and probably didn't know or could remember any of the circuits he might have raced at in the past. I mean, he didn't do a bad job on on the on the sort of the circuits that we've got in the UK, which are tough enough, you know, regardless of Grand Prix circuits. Yeah, no, some of the tracks that, you know, uh, likes of Knock Hill, Cadwell, Alton Park, you know, these are fast tracks, and and obviously from a, a world championship perspective to a British, obviously the. The, the safety aspect is, is slightly different, uh, so obviously that opened his eyes a little bit. But I mean, don't get me wrong, he, you know, he, he took each track, you know, 
uh, remarkably well, um, and obviously pulling off a, I think his one of the most surprising ones was was his knock ill result. Uh, obviously he pulled out a you know a win there. So, but now listen, you know we've got the utmost respect for Scott and what he was he, what he's achieved. But yeah. We uh, we move on now, and obviously we've got another champion in in the the way of, of Joshua yeah. Brooks. Because Josh won in 2015, and of course now he's got two titles to his name. But I mean, in many ways, I mean, again, you know, he's uh, he's he's a tried and tested uh, British Supercar bike rider, but he's got a, he's got a lot of talent, and we know that for a fact. And winning another title now, obviously on the Ducati, I mean, it's great for the team, but it's great for him to get to get that title on another bike. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean. For, for many years, you know, with, with Shaky, Josh was, you know, one of his uh, his sworn enemies, and you know, we raced with him year in year out for for many a British title. So, um, it was he was a you know he was a tough cookie and a, uh, a hard competitor back then, and you know he's no different now. And I'm for sure we'd rather have him on the on the PBM Ducati team than than fighting against him if he was with another manufacturer, another team in the paddock. So yeah, now we're we're chuffed a bit with it. Um, it's been a very difficult season uh, for the obvious reasons, obviously with the coronavirus and not knowing whether the championship was actually going to get, you know, underway, and, you know, whether um, what date it actually start, and then there was dates uh, that provisionally put into place, and they got, you know, kept getting put back and put back, and you know, eventually we did get we get underway. I think it was the the, the first week in in August. I think it. Mm. It seems, you know, not a long time ago, but, it, you know, it's a, a, vague, a vague memory when we went to Spain, that's for sure. Absolutely, so I was going to say, the first time you and I spoke was actually when you were on your way to Monton Blanco to, yeah. to do the first test, wasn't it? I mean, that's, uh, and then it sort of suddenly all held that loose, of course, didn't it, with COVID-19? Yeah, no, unbelievable. I think, yeah, that was March time, I think it was, and then, yeah, the horrific news came. That obviously, the, the country shut down, you know, basically. Um, everyone went into lockdown, you know, for obvious reasons, and you know it made it very difficult for for everybody involved, industry, you know, not not just motorcycle, because obviously that, that, you know, when there's such a uh, pandemic of you know mm. uh, COVID-19, you know, obviously what you're doing, uh, you know, sport-wise, football, whether it be you know motorbikes, snooker, whatever, it, you know, they 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 all go on the back burner, and you know your number one priority is. To, to keep the you know your close ones and your loved ones uh, as safe as possible and you know hope nothing comes of of you know of, of the disease so but yeah no we we got through it and thankfully uh, you know we've come out with a with a one three this year which is remarkable from both riders to be fair absolutely I mean we're all trying very hard to cope with this I mean just wish more people would probably take that in mind bear that in mind when they're uh, possibly not making that much effort if you like but anyway yeah. Jason O'Halloran, of course, a fellow Aussie. I mean, uh, nice for Josh to have a, a fellow countryman racing against him as well, yes? Yeah, possibly. I mean, Jason's a, a seasoned campaigner now. I think he's he's been in maybe 10, 11 seasons at BSB and, you know, spent many a year on a Honda. Uh, I think that was, that was his third season on the, on, the, on the Yamaha. And, you know, that's by far his, his best year and the most consistent one. And, you know, you need people like Jason who you want to fight him with week in week out um you know caliber you know such caliber rider of uh, of jason that he is so no yeah it was a hard fought season you know i think there was eight different winners throughout the campaign multiple podium finishes you know a couple of people came to the fore that 
possibly wasn't expecting to. So, you know, it, it all adds to the entertainment and the, and the spectacle of, of BSB. Well, just as well, there's plenty of television coverage for BSB, obviously, as much as there is uh, the desire to want spectators to be able to come to the circuits. But, I mean, I suppose the one thing that was lacking was basically the atmosphere of having fans at the race meetings over the weekends. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. But obviously, first and foremost, it was, it was you know, putting people's safety, you know, first. And uh, there was quite a lot of protocols in place, Um Obviously, your PPE and your, all the rest of it that went along with, you know, your your, your weekend racing. Um, but yeah, I'd like to think that you know people, all the riders put on a, a decent spectacle for for the fans and spectators and sponsors and such like who watched it on the television back home. What about uh, what about the team itself? I mean, presumably all of the guys that we normally expect to see looking after both bikes, uh, they were all on board for the for the duration of the season, yeah. Yeah, no, everyone was yeah, fit and well, thankfully. Um, we managed to get through the season, you know, unscathed, which was good. You know, so that's a credit to, to the people involved who were, you know, taking the necessary precautions, keeping safe, you know, keeping healthy, um, and was able to, to, to pull off this uh, eighth BSB title for Division Trap Hallbird Motorsport Ducati. Absolutely. I mean, the record you guys have got at Paul Bird Motorsport is uh, is going to take an awful long time to beat. But I'm sure you've got lots of lot of championship titles to come as yet. In the meantime, uh, been preparing the bikes for Macau. No, no, Macau's not happening for for, for us this year. Is it not happening? Uh, right. No, no. These 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 too many things, uh, too many politics involved uh, for us to, to to go over and compete in the uh, in the Macau GP. So, but is the race weekend still working in Macau or not? Yeah, I think it is, to be fair, but obviously they're not going to have the, the Formula 3. I, I don't think the uh, the bike... Well, I think the bike's maybe possibly still running. That's still up in arms, but we've not... Obviously, we're not going to compete, um, which is going to be strange because it's going to be... Uh, I think we've done it now for the last, you know, 14, 15 years as a team with the odd with the odd break here and there. But, yeah, it is it is what it is. I mean, obviously, I, I, as you can imagine... Um, trying to fly over to to a, a, a country just outside of China um, <laughs> it's, far, it's far from ideal um, at the minute so you know like they say you, you wouldn't enter the lion's den would you yes I mean you, you are you are sort of talking about entering the lion's den if you're doing that aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, no, we'll, we'll have a we'll, we'll take we'll take a back seat from it this year um, but Macau itself, I mean, as an event, regardless of what's going on in the world at the moment, I mean, it's 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 been very much part of the sort of the the, the diary of the year, hasn't it? As far as motorsports concerned, it's just one of those specials that people have talked about and competed at and been involved with and gone to watch for many many years and very successfully. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, you know, when you when your season starts, obviously the the Northwest 200 uh, and and the Macau GP is is part of the PBM calendar. Um, but yeah, you know we we can't help the current the current situation. But we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll sit it out this year. See see how everything pans out for next year. Whether it's safe to do so, and if it is, then I'm, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll put our names back in the entry list. So what's the plan for Paul Bird Motorsport now? I mean, what what are you guys going to be doing over the next few months? Obviously up to Christmas. Yeah, obviously we'll. We'll get everything uh, stripped, clean, ready for whatever we need to do. Try and maybe look for a bit of testing uh, before Christmas, uh, if safe to do so. 
uh, obviously the stock check, just get everything ready that we can. Um, I mean, the biggest one for for us at the minute is is you know sitting down with all our uh, all our sponsors and uh, which have been outstanding, supporting throughout the 2020 season, uh, and hopefully we can uh, continue our relationship with all them. So we'll we'll try and put pen to paper with uh, the majority of them, um, and then yeah, just go from there really. And uh, Josh and uh, Christian likely to be with you next year. I, I suppose they are. Are they? Yeah. No. Absolutely. I can't. I can't see uh, no reason why we'd want to replace uh, either of them. They, you know, they've both done a phenomenal job for us. Um, you know, multiple podiums, race wins between them, um, first and third. Yeah. I mean, it's been a remarkable year. I think Christian obviously sh- showed his uh, his value, didn't he? Even probably more so this year than ever before, because uh, obviously he had he had Josh in the same team as him as he would have done if he'd been with Shane Byrne. But you know, he he basically came up to the up to the counter, didn't he, and did his bit. Yeah, no, no. Listen, he, you know, he, he was uh, not an eleventh hour choice to take him, but you know, he was he was uh, he was ready and waiting for the, for the challenge ahead and. Um, you know, some some riders just need that opportunity on the right machine, uh, right machinery, to to show the worth and 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 the talent that they do possess. And we've we've always known that Christian's been a, a good fast rider. Uh, been unfortunate with some injuries in the past, um, so obviously that's that's kind of hindered his his progress throughout previous years. Um, but yeah, I mean, phenomenal job this year. I mean, he's not he's not crashed a bike once, which is uh, quite remarkable and. You know, he, he, yeah, I think it'd be un, it'd be just desserts that you know he gets another shot on the bike for next year. Absolutely right. But uh, in the meantime, many congratulations to all of you. And obviously, I know Paul is out uh, in uh, out at the moment in Spa for for Frank's race in the Bentley. And of course, young Frank. I mean, amazingly talented guy. I mean, he's done wonders in the rally car, and he, he's he's making his mark in the Bentley. And uh, and obviously with with the family running successfully in the British Superbikes, I mean Paul Bird Motorsport overall and all of you guys have, have done a fantastic job in 2020 so far, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, no, it's been good. Have you been pleased? Have you been pleased with everything? Are you happy with yourself and in yourself? Yeah, no, everything's good. Um, obviously, you touched on before. Frank, Frank seems to be a you know a multi-talented, whether it be on gravel or tarmac. So he seems to be progress, uh, progressing nicely. Um, and obviously, when when Frank's not racing, you know, obviously the bike team's racing. So, you know, as PBM or whether it be his Bentley or the or the rally car, you know, there's always something going on. So there's uh, plenty of activity happening at PBM. He's an amazingly laid back sort of guy, I think, Frank, for a young guy, isn't he? Yeah, no, he, uh, not so much. Yeah, possibly late, but he's he's also a very you know he's a shy lad in front of the in the camera, but. Yeah, behind closed doors, he's, uh, he's, he's a, a jacked lad, so he, he's a, a fantastic kid. And John Mowat's a happy man, is he? Oh, always. I'm always happy. I've always got a smile. <laughs> That's absolutely wonderful. John, all the very best. And uh, I'm, I, I will be in touch and talk to you before Christmas. But uh, in the meantime, well done for 2020, yeah? Cheers, Patrick. Good speaking to you.